Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Truth with Susie Ann. And this is your host, Susie Ann. Our topic for today is ornamentation. Now I know it's an interesting name. And when we become converted, we start to drop things off. But in different cultures, dropping things off means something different. And it shouldn't be like that because there's only one standard. So today I'm going to talk about one set of the many things that we should be dropping off. Because a lot of heresy is being passed around about how your outside is supposed to be. And I think a lot of us are just doing things based of our off of our own vain imaginations and our strong desire to practice these things. One thing we can't absolutely fight is the word. And that's what we're going to get into today to point out the things that we should not be taking part of as converted ones and set apart ones. Now, Proverbs 3 verses 31 says, Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. Our oppressors are the people that are against Elohim and against his word. They are against Yahusha. And because of that, we will always be butting heads. It doesn't matter how well we try to get along with them. As the Bible says, to be peaceable with all men as much as it is possible. Which means that there are going to be times when it's not possible to be peaceable with them. But trying to be peaceable with them is different from trying to fit in with them. You're not supposed to try to fit in. But to be able to believe in what you believe in without taking it and making it, let's see, um, a tool of bondage for other people who don't want to take part of it. And they will also try to use their lives and try to rope you in and try to make you feel like less of a person if you don't want to take part in what they take part of. And that is oppression in itself. And a lot of believers fall by the wayside because of peer pressure from not just peers but family members or just anyone at all that does not believe in the same faith that they do now let me get into the first verse of this it's genesis 35 verses 2 to 4 now genesis 35 verse 2 to 4 says then jacob said unto his household and to all that were with him Put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean. And change your garments and let us arise and go up to Bethel. And I will make there an altar unto him, unto Elohim, who answered me in the day of my distress and was with me in the way which I went. And they gave unto Jacob all the strange gods which were in their hand, and all their earrings, which were in their ears. And Jacob hid them under the oak, which was by Sheshem. Now, and this was before Israel was Israel. So a lot of people like to tell this lie, and I've heard it in church already, that it was a part of Israel's culture to wear jewelry. 
it was not a part of their culture well even if it was a culture in the um the pagan countries it was not a part of the faith that jacob was a part of why did suddenly jacob get this inspiration that jewelry was supposed to be removed along with the other strange gods so that they could serve him so that they could serve elohim in spirit and in truth that's the first time this was spoken to them and they were the original family to start the 12 tribes of israel so if at that time they were told to remove all these things it shows you that it's from the very beginning this is from genesis and a lot of us don't really tell people that jewelry should not be a part of our our ensemble if we are going to serve elohim and it's not about just going into the temple but it's all the time because we are the temple we are the living sanctuary of the ruach hakodesh which is the holy spirit and as long as we want him to stay we have to prepare ourselves for it to stay um, our other reference that we are about to draw is from leviticus 18 verses 3 after the doings of the land of egypt wherein ye dwelt shall ye not do and after the doings of the land of canaan whither i bring you shall ye not do neither shall ye walk in their ordinances leviticus 18 verses 30 says the same thing therefore shall ye keep mine ordinance that ye commit not any of these abominable customs which were committed before you and that ye defile not yourselves therein i am the adon your elohim also joshua 24 verses 14 now therefore fear thee adonai and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in egypt and serve ye the adonai now let me point out to you where a lot of the practices of the world came from the things that we still practice even though we say we're converted and we're changed because we did not even look up the history of these things we say that we are different from the heathen but we do exactly what they do and we strive to do what they do now the first signs of established jewelry making was in ancient egypt and that was around 3000 to 5000 years ago so jewelry making started in egypt one of the most hedonistic nations in history and we were commanded not to do the things that they do not to commit the abominations that they do and not to walk after their ordinances but we still do it today moving on tattooing while known decorative tattooing was looked up, down upon and religious tattooing was mainly practiced in egypt and syria so decorative tattooing was looked down upon but there was a thing called religious tattooing which was mainly practiced in egypt and syria now the funny thing is that there are actually people in the world 
that have tattoos of a cross on themselves and they call themselves Christians. And they think that it's actually okay to do that to themselves. Even though the Bible specifically speaks against making marks upon our bodies, our cuttings in our flesh. But we still think that's okay. Moving on to makeup. The earliest historical record of makeup comes from the first dynasty of Egypt. And that's between C31002907 BC. So, and this, this is a touchy subject for a lot of people because a lot of people still wear makeup and go to church. Jewelry and makeup, wow. Women love it. And both of them started in Egypt. So it's not really a culture of Israel, but a culture of Egypt that Israel actually took upon themselves. Ancient Egyptians used lead carbonite to decorate skin. Lip, cheek, nail, and eye art were the norm. There, they were also known for painting newborns in white clay as protection. And that's body paint. So body paint also started with them, along with makeup. Moving on again, for Egypt, the lower classes wore pale colors, whereas high society painted their nails reddish brown with henna. Mummified pharaohs also had their nails painted with henna. So the painting of nails, again, Egypt, is where this thing really started to gain traction and became a thing. So we can behave as if we're ignorant, but the information is there. The Bible says what was once only known to the wise and to the prudent are now revealed to babes and sucklings. So um, the time we're out there Googling um, cat videos and, and trying to find out who's the richest person in this world, we should really try to find out what are Yahuwah's expectations for us and what is really wrong from what is really right because the information is there for us to find out. And the very last one, that is another touchy subject and mind you, it's very sad that women are the ones who have the biggest issues with this ornamentation thing we want to ornamentalize ourselves we want to turn ourselves into trophies but we hate when men objectify us we're objectifying ourselves but it's and it's okay but when men do it we we have a problem with that but you're the one turning yourself into an object i mean everything else on you Yahuwah made but these things were not a part of you and if you turn yourself into an object the universe will treat you like an object the first documented proof of hair weaves falls hair was seen among the Egyptians in 3400 BC so again Egypt tops ranking with setting trends for abominations things Elohim doesn't like. Now, let's go back into scripture. Jeremiah 10 verses 2 says, Thus saith the Adon, Learn not the way of the heathen, 
And be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. For their customs are vain. So, it may look pretty, but let's be real here. It wastes money. It wastes time and it doesn't add anything to you. Actually, most times it takes away from us. I mean, here weaves... A lot of times when it's coming out, it takes here with it. So it keeps taking, but it doesn't give us anything. Makeup damages our skin. It doesn't matter how well they made it. Because some doesn't really show the damage until later on. So does nail polish with toxicity and tattoo ink along with tattoo needles there's just so much risk in these things and they don't add anything to us but they do take things away exodus 33 verses 4 to 6 says and when the people heard these evil tidings they mourned and no man did put on him his ornaments for the adons had said unto moses Say unto the children of Israel, Ye are stiff, naked people. I will come up in the midst of thee in a moment and consume thee. Therefore, now put off thy ornaments from thee, that I may know what to do unto thee. And the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments by the Mount Horeb. So even Yahuwah himself, at first it was Jacob, that told his family to remove their ornaments and remove their false gods from them and now it's Yahuwah himself telling Israel that they need to remove these things off them and it's showing how fed up he is because he puts up with it for so long before we realize that this should not be a part of us and I think it pains him along with the other stuff that they did that he himself had to come again and say hey get rid of these things i like you just the way you are do you know that the word jewel actually is derived from a latin word it actually means plaything so here we are wanting to take our faith seriously and we want people to take us seriously but we're treating ourselves as a plaything we're putting playthings on our bodies and if someone talks about it we want to get angry about it yet we say we're mature and we're better than children only children fight over toys if we say we're mature spiritual people it should not be this hard to get rid of these things and you're beautiful just the way you are if it's hard to accept because for some of us we have had some episodes with insecurity ask Yahuwah to help us to find peace within ourselves and within our own bodies to accept ourselves the way we are it can happen you don't need all of these things to feel beautiful if we love him as much as we say we do we have to also accept his love and that's showing him that we accept how he made us 
because he found pleasure in how he made us. Ezekiel 20 verses 32 says, And that which cometh into your mind shall not be at all, that ye say we will be as the heathen, as the families of the countries, to serve wood and stone. Now, if you've never really noticed this, a lot of our ornaments are actually stones. Diamonds, pearls, rubies, sapphires, moonstones, opals, aquamarines, agate, emeralds, jades, sunstones, topaz, turquoise, onyx, zircoin, tourmaline, obsidian, tanzanite, etc. They're all stones. And subsequently, they're the most valuable things on earth. Not humans, but these pretty stones. And let's not forget, statues and sculptures are also made from wood and stone. And other stuff now, we even have imitation stone that are now made out of plastic, glass, and just about anything the vain human mind can conceive. And also physical manifestations of things that are already created by Elohim are counted here as well such as fake flowers, teddy bears, dolls, fake creatures, etc. And I really had to add this because I'm really getting scared of how real the teddy bear dogs are starting to look. I mean, instead of actually getting a real dog, you know, and enjoying the creations as they are with both their bad sides and their good sides, we take the lazy route, you know, and we get a doll that looks exactly like it. Soon they're going to make robots and put inside of those really realistic looking dogs. And then they're going to have robot dogs. I don't know what's scarier. I mean, they're going to put cameras in them and they're going to start watching how you live. And you're not going to even notice. We really should stay away from all these fake stuff. I know it, it's a lot of work to have an actual pet. And to have actual flowers because, you know, dirt and all those things but there these things are all natural they're all a part of life work is good people moving on to the bible again deuteronomy 7 verse 26 says neither shalt thou bring an abomination into thine house lest thou be a cursed thing like it but thou shalt utterly detest it and thou shalt utterly abhor it for it is a cursed now whatever Yahuwah doesn't like is a cursed thing if he doesn't like it don't keep it around you if you keep something that he doesn't like then he's gonna distance himself from you and you'll become a cursed thing just like it because we need his protection we need his provision we need his power his strength his comfort in our lives and if I'm going to have to if, if it's gonna be a choice between these stupid trinkets and the Almighty I'm gonna choose the Almighty because he was the one who created me and gave me life breathe breath into my soul that I could live I mean how could how could any of these things compare to that to him so I'm hoping we're getting the point Leviticus 19 verses 28 says ye shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead nor print any marks upon you I am the Adon and this is what I was talking about earlier 
with the tattoos. Stay away from them. Elohim does not like them at all. He did not give you permission to mar his creation for any given reason. Unless you're having a surgery to save your life. Leviticus 21 verses 5 says, They shall not make baldness upon their head. Neither shall they shave off the corner of their beard, nor make any cuttings in their flesh. Moving on, Deuteronomy 15 verses 16 to 17. And it shall be, if he say unto thee, I will not go away from thee because he loveth thee and thine house because he is well with thee. Then thou shalt take an awl and thrust it through his ear unto the door and he shall be thy servant forever. And also unto thy maidservant thou shalt do likewise. So this was the only time the Israelites were allowed to make a cutting in someone's flesh and it's if the servant decides to stay in the house forever so basically what i'm getting from this if i am wearing these earrings in my ears it's showing that i am still a servant and according to john 8 verses 35 to 36 yahushua said the servant abided not in the house forever but the son abided ever so if the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. So if I have accepted the son through baptism, I should throw away the beggarly elements. I am no longer a servant of sin. I am free. I became a joint here. I am now a daughter, not a servant. Because Yahusha said that a servant doesn't know what his master does, but a friend does. A daughter does and if we want to be called friend by Yahushua and want to be called sister by Yahushua we have to elevate ourselves Yahushua is not gonna come down and take these earrings out of our ears or take the chains from around our necks we have to make this decision he's not gonna force himself upon us we have to know what we want Isaiah 3 verses 16 to 21 says, Moreover, the Adon saith, Because the daughters of Zion are haughty, and walk with stretched forth necks and wanton eyes, walking and mincing as they go, and making a tinkling with their feet, therefore the Adon will smite with a scab the crown of the head of the daughters of Zion, and the Adon will discover their secret parts. In that day, the Adon will take away the bravery of their tinkling ornaments about their feet and their calls and their round tires like the moon, the chains and the mufflers and the bracelets, the bonnets and the ornaments of the legs and the headbands and the tablets and the earrings, the rings and the nose jewels. So all these things that we are so brave to still wear in the presence of the Almighty. He's going to take away that bravery. He's going to strike us with so much fear. We're going to be terrified when He shows up. Because we don't want to give up these things for Him. But just, let, just to let you know, our end is going to be bitter. If we choose to continue to hang on unto these vain things. And just a translation if you don't understand um, the whole list. Because... 
how they identified things back then is not what we call them now. So um, I use the international standard version and also the the basic English Bible to clarify. So the the entire list was really and and this is not in the order that they came in, but this is everything. It's toe rings, anklets, sun jewels, moon ornaments, necklaces, earrings, rings, nose jewels, headdresses, signet rings, which are also called seal rings, which is also known as charms and amulets, and as well as charms and other amulets, sashes, veils, and perfume boxes, and that's but they that's what they called tablets back then so those things we should not really love so much actually we should stay away from especially the ornaments and things that we can't eat <laughs> just say romans 1 verses 22 to 21 to oh, 22 to 25 sorry says professing themselves to be wise they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible Elohim into an image made like to corruptible man. Because men were the ones who made these jewelries. I'm going to continue. And to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, Elohim also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Who changed the truth of Elohim into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. So the things that we're doing that we think that make us look so pretty and, you know, make other people admire us, what we're doing is really dishonoring our bodies because we can't accept ourselves for who we are. And we rend the creation that our Elohim pleasurably made. Now, when we say corruptible, we're referring to fake nails, jewelry, which I'm calling ornaments, fake eyelashes, fake hair, fake look, which is makeup, fake body shape, fake face, and body parts, which refers to plastic surgery, tattoos, fake hair color, which is not originally your hair color fake skin color which is tanning and bleaching and body paint fake eye color contacts and hair removal because we, we we try to ignore the hair removal part there are reasons why people can remove hair but most times when people remove hair it's just for style we like to shape our eyebrows in the ways that we want to shape it we don't like the shape that elohim gave us so we try to shape our eyebrows and we we wax our entire legs to make our legs look smooth because we don't like hair on our legs I mean, but elohim likes it are you saying that he was wrong to put those things there but yet we still say we serve him in spirit and truth and we love him you don't love him and you don't love yourself either Romans 1 verses 32 says, Who knowing the judgment of Elohim, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only to do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. I know some people, they may not take part in 
the makeup and the weave and the nails and such but when they see other sinners out there and they come and they sometimes they didn't they don't even have to ask how they look these believers quote unquote are the first ones to say oh you look so pretty as if what they're doing is a good thing now you who are promoting these things you are also worthy of death according to what the word says because you're not setting any form of example now i'm not telling you to go and insult people but if you don't need to say anything don't say and if they ask you about it tell them the truth lovingly but do not lie yes it does in truth it some it does look pretty but in the spiritual eyes it, it it's quite ugly it is very ugly and the spirit of truth is truth and we can't go against truth now yahua does not condone wasting money on vain things Yahuwah does not condone wasting money on vain things. Isaiah 55 verse 2 says, Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. So, if the thing doesn't satisfy in any shape or term, I mean... I mean, making furniture, like go and buying furniture in your house, like you need a chair to sit on, you need utensils to use, like forks and spoons and stuff, practical stuff. Use your money on practical stuff. Be practical with your money. You can treat yourself, but treat yourself with stuff that you can, you know, use. Even clothes. Sometimes when we buy clothes, we're impractical with the clothes that we buy you can buy nice clothes that are not expensive there are times when things are going to be expensive but make sure that what you're buying needed so many times we waste our money on things which don't satisfy i've done it many times i've bought stuff that i can't wear on a regular basis and it just sits there in my closet waiting for uh, another occasion like that to go out and to me that is a waste of money because i will buy that i'll not spend my money on anything else and just buy this really 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 ostentatious looking ensemble and then when i'm ready to go um on regular errands i don't have clothes to wear on regular errands so we have to be practical. Try not to use the food money to do um, the false hair and the false nails and all those things. Make sure you have what you need. That's what you should use your money on. And eat what is good. If you're going to really use the money to do something expensive, buy something that you can eat. Not all good foods are cheap. So... You know, that's the that's when you get the permission to spend a lot of money. When it's good food. You know? Because health is more important than any other material thing in this entire world. And if you're gonna work for something or if you're going to um because what we don't understand, I mean putting in weaves. If you're braiding your hair, it depending on how you're doing it, it takes hours. Imagine me sitting up straight for so many hours to put in this hair so that when um i start to walk if my head leans back just tilts back just a little bit it feels like my whole neck 
is about to snap. So sitting up for so many hours is laboring for a thing that does not satisfy. We do so many things and they end up hurting us. And then we turn around and try to defend it by saying, oh, beauty comes with pain. No, beauty does not come with pain. You're just as beautiful without the the neck breaking here. And without the claw nails. (laughs) And without all the colors on your face. You might not think so, but the person who made you, who is actually way more important than anybody else in this entire world, he thinks that you're beautiful that way. And we really need to start believing him. Yahusha said in the New Testament, then he said, Why call Lord, Lord, but do not do the things that I say? We say we believe in him, but we don't believe in him when he says that he loves us just the way we are. Ezekiel 7 verses 19 says, They shall cast their silver in the streets, and their gold shall be removed. Their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Adon. They shall not satisfy their souls, neither fill their bowels, because it is the stumbling block of their iniquity. A lot of us are trapped by the things that we have, and we can't serve Elohim the way that we're supposed to serve him because of the things that we have the things that we have to protect the things that we have to maintain we are trapped by them it's better to have less than to have more because the more you have is the less time you have and that goes both ways for you to have more you have to work more which means that more time is taken away from you and when you finally achieve them They start to take time away from you to keep them. Because the truth of life is that you might have a car now and you're able to maintain the car. But when you start losing money and things get a little bit tight for you, you're going to seek to sell the car just so that you can pay bills and that you can feed yourself. So it takes time to get it and it takes time to keep it. But the simpler things, it doesn't take as much effort. So we really should think about even, and I, I know I used the car, but even the beauty that we think that we have, because we don't trust in our own beauty, we have to work so hard to keep up this false beauty. Always make, make sure our hair's done and our nails are done. And so money keeps being spent on these false things. We have to keep working to keep this thing up. And to maintain falls hair is actually way harder (laughs) to maintain than your natural hair. It is the stumbling block of our iniquity. When we're supposed to be paying attention to our heart, we're paying attention to our bodies. Jeremiah 4 verse 30 says, And when thou art spoiled, what wilt thou do? Though thou thou closest thyself with crimson, though thou deckest thee with ornaments of gold, Though thou rentest thy face with painting, in vain shalt thou make thyself fair. Thy lovers will despise thee and they will seek thy life. And this is what I was talking about earlier. We objectify ourselves, but we don't want men to objectify us. If, they wa- if we want them to see us for who we are, let's present ourselves for who we are. Present ourselves exactly as who we are. Let them not have any choice but to try to find out what's going on on the inside. It's good to appease the eyes, sure, but everybody has a type and it doesn't 
and the type is not actually dependent on makeup and hair. Some men like people with short hair and some people like people with long hair. And they're going to go for those people. Your type is out there. You don't have to make yourself into someone's type. That's coming from an insecure place and that is not of the Almighty. Further, what those two verses, the one before and this one is pointing out is that all that we're doing to ourselves is not going to save our souls. So it's actually a waste of time and money. The people that we think that we're doing all of this thing for, especially women that are married, thinking that they're doing this for their husbands, just to let you know, the husband will not be able to save you in the day of the wrath of Yahuwah. He's not going to be able to save you. And most of the times we're killing out ourselves for spouses, they're going to end up leaving us anyway. So let's count the cost of trying to please man more how we more than how we try to please Elohim. First Timothy 6 verses 6 to 8 says, But holiness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world. And it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. And there we are with the practicality again. Food and raiment. Not fake stuff to decorate our houses or ourselves. We are not an ornament. We are purposeful people. We were made for a purpose. Purposefully. So everything that we do should have a purpose. Everything in our house should have a purpose. Everything that we put on our bodies should serve a purpose. And if the purpose is only beauty, then it is not a purpose. Because beauty is vain. And Elohim does not like vanity. Even everything that He has made on this earth, even the very flowers contribute to the environment. Their leaves release oxygen. When they die and decay, they feed another plant. The things that we wear, they take so long to, especially the plastic jewelry. Plastic takes so long to break down. It doesn't contribute to anything. The plastic in our weaves and in our jewelry and all those things. What are we doing that contributes to this world? And when I say world, I mean the earth. Are what the lives that we're living now, is it healthy? Because I'm sure that nail polish isn't healthy at all. The ink that's in tattoos are not healthy. What we're doing should be bringing forth more life. And if the only thing, and if the things that we're doing are only dead works, then we can't say that we're serving a true and living Elohim. That's why Jacob said so many years ago to put away the strange gods. Because the living Almighty only does things that promote life. And if we are pro-life, yes, I'm going to use that term. We are going to do things that keeps life going. So keep that in mind when you're about to spend money. Romans 12 verses 1 to 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Elohim, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto Elohim, which is your reasonable service. Understand this. We were made only for His glory. We were not made for our own glory. In Psalms, it says that man's glory will not go down in the grave with him. 
So it doesn't make sense we're dolling ourselves up now because it's not gonna follow us. And soon after a while, people will forget that we were even living on Earth. Beauty is something that people forget. People do forget beauty. But the service that we give to the Almighty, the Almighty never forgets. And He lives, He will outlive the world. So if we're gonna try to impress anybody, let's impress Him. Isaiah 43 verse 7 says, Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. So we were formed for his glory. So our desires mean nothing to the grand purpose that we serve. So we need to rethink our values and the things that we hold dear do they deserve to be held at such a high regard above our our own natural bodies as they are yahusha says that we should instead seek after spiritual things as according to first peter 3 verses 3 to 4 it says here whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair or of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit which is in the sight of elohim of great price so a meek and quiet spirit the spirit of truth living inside of us is of great price we should be paying attention to the inside and not the outside. The inside is where we really need to clean out. We need to clean house so that the spirit of truth can dwell inside of us because that will make us valuable to Elohim. It will make us of great price, priceless actually. So let's stop paying attention to the stuff that don't satisfy our souls. And Ezekiel 7 says almost the same thing here. Ezekiel 7 verse 20 says, As for the beauty of his ornament, he set it in majesty. But they made the images of their abominations and of their detestable things therein. Therefore have I set it far from them. So if we want to be a part of this royal priesthood, we have to drop off all this dead weight that's holding us down if we want to ascend to that royal throne because he's set it in majesty we want to be in majesty but it's far from us now because we're still connected to the things of this earth the things that aren't as much value as our own souls so let's remove them from ourselves and first corinthians 10 verse 31 says whether Therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of Elohim. That's self-explanatory. Whatever you're going to do, make sure you're not pleasing yourself, but you're pleasing Elohim. Even in the clothes you wear, even in the way you do your hair, everything. In all our ways, we must acknowledge Him, that He can direct our path. Philippians 4 verse 8, and I'm reading from the Amplified bible for this verse this specific verse for the rest brethren whatever is true whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemly whatever is just whatever is pure 
whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. So if they don't fall, if your jewelry, the falls hair, the tattoos, the removal of your hair, the dyeing of the hair color, any of these corruptible things, if any of those things don't fall under these things, then do not take account of them. Don't fix your minds on them. Don't let these dead weights break you down. Those are not the things that you have to think on. And... To end this podcast today, I'll end it with this. So take it in consideration. Revelations 3 verses 18. It says, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see. We want to see because what the world shows us is not what is real. And the only person who knows the truth is the person who created the earth. And if we're going to survive here with all the evil that is going on, and if our souls are going to be saved, we must latch on to the spirit of truth. We must put aside the things that do not add to our righteousness but actually takes away from it the things that are waste of money and waste of time and waste of effort the things that make us even more insecure I counsel thee today to take a new look at yourself and figure out who you really want to be do you want to be a part of the royal priesthood or do you just want to be a regular commoner who wants to look as if they're royalty to check out more of my stuff or to contact me you can reach me at facebook at little space kaleidoscope space girl or on Instagram at little underscore kaleidoscope underscore girl. Or on Wattpad at kaleidoscope the pen. Or on my blog on WordPress at little kaleidoscope girl with no spaces. Thank you for tuning in.